Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am Yell Teagle. This is Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Um, I'm so excited to be discussing season 14, episode nine, Dreams Deferred. We already have people in the live chat. Uh, Taylor, before we jump into this episode, why don't we tell everybody about the hotline? Let's do that. Yeah, you want to do it? Sure. <laughs> you might have to give me the numbers, but if you are in a situation where you need help or you know someone that needs help, you can always call the RAIN hotline. I know it stands for hope when you put the numbers in. <laughs> Yell, could you maybe give us the specific numbers? I like that I just threw that at you. It is a 1 800 678 656 4673. Okay. Well, anyway, it spells hope. <laughs> 1-800-656-4673. And it does spell hope. I could have figured it out if I held on my phone. I was like, okay, hope, age is this one. Oh, this is this one. <laughs> um, but I just didn't think about that because I was caught off guard. It's I know. I'm on my toes. Keep my I'm glad. I, th I thought I'd make shit up today. I like um, it. <laughs> also, if you have never listened or watched or enjoyed this show, where have you been? But also, please consider this your content warning. Uh, I guarantee I say something offensive this episode. Although apparently I said something nice in a previous episode about an actor and he shared it. Did That's I say right. something nice and include swear words? Absolutely. 100%. No doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, consider this your content warning. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say something inappropriate about sex work. Um, and here we are. Uh, let's... Um, I have so many notes and people are chatting. I love that everyone's in the chat. Hello, Danny and Alice and Alexa and Doreen and Lizette. Thank you for being in our live chat today. Uh, we love that we have people joining us live. We're live Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And um, I mean, I'll announce it again later, but we're off next week. So thank you for being here this week to talk about Dreams Deferred. Yeah. Uh, here is the quick cap. The Special Victims Unit joins the FBI in a manhunt when a prostitute from one of Detective Benson's old case provides, uh, proves crucial to apprehend a spree killer. Taylor, I know that you love this episode. Tell this us is, why. Well, okay, so this is at least top 10, like maybe top five. I mm. love this episode. It's just so... I have to say, the opening of this episode with the song one of the strongest openings the show's ever done. It's so distinct and well done. Patricia Arquette's performance is bonkers. Like, so good. I am so serious. And I mean, like, oh, it should have won an Emmy. Like, I say that all the time. And, like, sometimes, like, maybe I'm being <laughs> not truthful. But I am so serious when I think that this is an Emmy-worthy performance. It's fine. She has, like, eight Emmys or something. So, like, we can just pretend that she won one of them for this episode. But she's so good. It's so well written. The aesthetic, the whole vibe... I just think that this is such a special episode. Um, it's it's funny that you say that because I agree that like, first of all, I've I'm pretty sure I said it on the air. This is the first, I guess, an only episode that has made me cry, and it makes me cry almost every time I watch it. During yeah. the intervention, I cry. Um, it's which is wild. Twenty five seasons we're going on. There's one that makes me cry. Um, I also agree that the opening is so 
fucking good. The like whole thing. The song, for those who don't know, James is- Blunt, I'll Take Everything. And you know why I know that? Because I listened to it so much right after this episode came out. And I d- didn't have a Spotify at the time. So it was about like 2013 or something. 2012. Yeah, I was still using Apple iTunes, buying the songs and shit. Like it was when I was in high school. But I, if I would have had Spotify back then, I would have been in that rap. Okay, because I love this song. This and um, Nora Jones' song "Waiting," which was like the 300th episode, I think, the one mm-hmm. at the beginning of that one, I think are two of my favorite uses of music in this show ever. It's so funny you say that because this opening reminds me of one of my favorite that uses an opening with music, which is Agent Provocateur, um, which is season 16, episode 11, one of my favorites. Um, and with the girl in the suitcase. Like, I I think this opening is fantastic. The director is Michael Smith. This episode was written by Julie Martin um, and Warren Light, which... I'm going to say usually means a good thing when they write stuff together. I usually love it. Um, I, this opening is so beautiful and so wonderful. And Patricia Arquette is fantastic. Um, It's, I, it's hard to just gush over the episode because I remember, I believe it was last episode where there was a question as to why last episode we discussed on the podcast, which was Zebras, was why SVU was involved. So when this one started, I was like, wait a second, why was SVU involved? I got to make sure I make that note. Mm-hmm. And if so, before we discovered um, Jeannie was a previous um, arrest of Benson, SVU was joining a task force for a spree killer. Like there were lots of other groups joining this task force. Um, So that at least made sense. And then they made it make even more sense when they were like, hey, SVU, you are the ones who are going to go and deal with the corner she works and talk to the people there. So while not specifically an SVU case, we do have like legitimate reasons why SVU was involved. And I appreciated that. Yeah, agree. Um, which reminds me, speaking of where she worked, we have one of our, one of at least my favorite um, recurring characters, an underappreciated recurring character. The character's name is Lisa Everly. I don't know that we ever know that. Um, it's the the prostitute with the one leg. Yeah, she's a legend. <laughs> I love so, her when she when she comes on. Um, the actress is Bridget Barkin, and I'm gonna say this. Turns out Bridget Barkin has been in six episodes, four of which were as Lisa Everly. Obsessed. Ah, oh, this is like reminding me so much of our our poll later, but she's right? great. We love it when I do. I love that because you would actually encounter the same people like in a in the real world. So I think it's always fun when they bring back like there are nurse that we love so much i just think it's great when they do have people that they work with more than once because it feels more authentic um i agree i think that that feels that feels like the world right Mm -hmm. like if you're in you see you know whatever job or industry you're in you probably have a place that you go to regularly and would see people there be it a starbucks um or the bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I really loved that she was there seeing her. Cause she, I mean, aside from the fact that she's a redhead, like she stands out. 
Yeah. She's wonderful. I love her. And I also love, honestly, like the community of them, which sounds so weird. But it's true. Like they have such this like almost strange sisterhood that I think Mm -hmm. it's really fun. Like when they go to the diner together, I think is really cute. I don't know. I think there's just so much stuff about this episode that sort of sets it apart. Like, I don't know. It feels very almost lived in and the characters feel so dimensional and so does the world which I think is really cool um and sometimes you know that's maybe not the case which is okay I don't think you need that for every SVU episode like sometimes you just want sort of a straight up procedural whatever but this almost feels like more of a character study than like a procedural episode if that makes sense I totally agree I was thinking about it literally as I was not crying um the (laughs) just like it's like a, a beautiful heartbreaking story yeah just the whole like one episode you don't need to know anything else if you just jump into this episode you're good yeah and i think it's it's almost rare where even though we usually have or we in classic svu it was like very focused on the victims and their cases and not so much our team. I feel like our team always still feels like the lead, obviously, but I feel like that's like, they kind of take a back seat in this episode. And maybe that's a weird statement, but it just feels true. Like Jeannie feels like the main character. It almost feels like it's could be a spinoff of like her own show in a way. And I think that that's risky, but when you have Patricia Arquette, it's not risky because she's so good. <laughs> Um, I agree. I, I, again, I feel like it was just this one, like, little movie mm-hmm. about this, this, you know, older prostitute. And I think that that is, to understand this woman's story is so interesting. Yeah. Um, because I, it actually reminded me of when we meet um, Ellie Porter mm-hmm. and how, ben, or, yeah, Benson is like, she cho- made these choices and I'm like, how come that one made choices? But this one yeah. didn't. Um, so like minor detail that they flip flop on opinions, depending on the person. But like, I think that hearing Jeannie's story and understanding where she came from and what, how she got here and that she's been doing it since 86. Like that's wild. This, the whole, and then to understand why and to have Finn, not to jump to the end, but to have Finn explaining to the daughter like, you you had a good life. You went to Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think paid for that? Yes, I agree. Um, I let's talk about the the killing spree. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's intense. It kind of takes me off guard every time because it's just like, pew, like, like we're not. Ooh, okay. <laughs> He just wanted everyone to shut up. I mean, we've all been there, but I mean, I just think there might be some better, less homicidal ways, you know? Look, remember when there was a content warning? <laughs> Here's yes. why. The entitlement of this straight white man. Yeah. Right? Like, this is this is how we get mass shooters, right? Mm-hmm. He decided that people needed to shut up. So he started killing people. Sir. Do you know what world we live in? I guarantee Jeannie wants people to just shut up. You know what she does? 
Not that. Not that. Yeah. It's it's the most, I feel like he was the most realistic villain yeah, the show's true. ever seen. Yeah, 100%. Which but is, it is so, horrific. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's just so interesting that this person is like the constant in his life and the only person that can like chill him out. That's so fascinating, honestly. Like what a strange dynamic, but it kind of works for them up until well, this point. But that's the thing is I think that right when, when Jeannie explains to Benson, like I, I, I know how to calm him down and I shouldn't have pushed him and I got him mad. Like, I don't know that she, that they work. I know that, he abused her enough that she learned how to keep him calm. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I mean. Just like that she knows how to navigate and has known how to keep this lasting for yes. this long and probably, frankly, prevented him from doing this earlier because he was like her or she was like his rock, which is fucked. Like that shouldn't be the case. And he shouldn't go to therapy and work on that <laughs> himself that have having this poor woman like you know take his anger out on her but i don't know it's just such an interesting and sad but interesting dynamic absolutely um he she was his girlfriend i do appreciate when he was like let's go to vegas i love when she was like we talked about this you have a wife when you're already married (laughs) yeah because delivery is so good. in that moment i was like oh no she's gonna she's gonna blow it she's gonna be like yeah let's do it and he's gonna be like that's not that seems like odd behavior you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so that was a fun right did you not did you not think that she would no would I, agree? I mean i think that that phone call that's one i mean that's one of my favorite parts of the episode because she's so good at it like mm-hmm. she's so smart she knows exactly what she's doing um i feel like a lot of times people get nervous when they're like okay we're gonna send right. whatever no she's a pro i mean she's been doing this for so long and she i mean i think she's the definition of street smart she knows exactly how to speak to them in a way that's like realistic and you can tell that she's like a little bit sassy when she says things like that but i think that that's like what he wants he doesn't want someone to completely you know right. and i feel like that's that gives a lot of indication to like how they speak to each other and how they like quote unquote work mm-hmm. um yeah but i i love that how she talks to him on that phone call i think is so so good and so brilliant it's so you say that's one of your favorite parts. My, I the the scene in the hospital mm. where she was like, "What am I going to put on my resume?" Whore. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that scene was so powerful. Um, you're. I stand with you. She deserves many awards for this. So good. Um, perhaps her best performance ever. I. He doesn't give bad performances, but honestly, yes, because she does so much with so, I mean, it's a 40 minute episode and she makes me feel like I know her like so deeply in such little time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, it's so like this character is stuck with us, right? Like this, this was 2012. This is season 14. It's been 10 years over 10 years. And not only is this character in this episode stuck with us, but like 
I do feel like we know her. We did get this episode, as you said, character study. Really beautiful. And it's um, just yeah. I feel like this would be such a hard role to play because I feel like it could so easily fall into the trap of just like strong woman who doesn't give a shit like or like just weak and like gonna roll over no it's so there's such an interesting combination of like strength and vulnerability and I don't know I feel like with a different actor it like very much would not have worked <laughs> maybe just I don't know. It's a hard line to walk, I would think. I agree. And I wonder I wonder what it would look like with a different actor. Just how yeah. different it would, it would be so different. Yeah. Um, Alexa in the chat says, love <laughs> the way Jeannie talked on Mara. <laughs> totally. Um, she's, she's the Benson of hookers. Oh my god, kind of love that. Kind of true. <laughs> really <laughs> spot on. Um, there was something else. Oh, I wanted to talk about her uh, going to confession. Um, okay, I'm going to complain. Okay. Fast for five days? Yeah, okay. I have to say, I am like grew up very Catholic. I've been to confession many a time. Never had to fast for five days. Never had to fast at all. I feel like that's such a old school thing. Which I guess maybe makes sense. Maybe she's going to a very old school church. because I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not something that um, usually happens. At least where I went to church when I was growing up. All right, I'm going to ask you some, some Catholic questions. Sure. Okay, so aside from saying prayers, mm-hmm. what kind of other things could be assigned? Like penances? I mean, yeah. prayer was the most frequent like this many how marys this many our fathers right. when i was i mean last time i was in confession i was like in high school because i went to catholic i went to catholic school as well uh, as her daughter but like a do one kind deed for your sister help your mom with the grocery like that kind of thing it was more like an about, act of kindness yeah things like that okay fasting was not was not it fast for five days that's crazy i was like a day, two days, sure. Like that checks out. Five days in a row. I was like, in a row? <laughs> <laughs> it was fast for five days to purify yourself. What? Sir, are you, a, are you a detox diet? What is this? Yeah, I thought that was like pretty unhinged too. I was like, two days, sure. That's but also, fine. she didn't even, like she didn't fast because she drank and had coffee. And like, you didn't even fast. So I don't know technically because there's so many different like ways that you can fat. Like I feel like there's different rules for different people. Like sometimes it's just water, sometimes it's just liquid, I guess. But yeah, I don't think a mimosa is like okay when you're fasting. First of all, it was a screwdriver. And second of all, oh sorry, I thought oh you're right, you're right. It was vodka, orange juice, not, not champagne. True. I also was like, oh, mimosa. It's <laughs> hmm, all kind of good. I would love a mimosa. <laughs> yeah. We should do an episode while we're drinking. I would love that, actually. That's Let's not a bad idea. Um, should we do it on, like, the most inappropriate episode, too? Like, intoxicated <laughs> or something? I'd be, I'd be fucked up. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But I love it. Fun, <laughs> Are we going to do it? Probably. Probably. Oh, um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm the one who's saying inappropriate things today. We've switched roles. I love it. 
I love it. Um, okay. Uh, I like that they arrested her to give her an intervention and then she called them out. It was like, this is a shitty intervention. Yeah, me too. Um, it got pointed out early on. And so I have to make sure that we bring it up. Thank you, Doreen. And Mira played her mother. Um, for those who don't know who Anne Mira is, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, um, Anne Mira is a hilarious comedian. Um, she's also was also wife to Jerry Stiller, mother of Ben Stiller. Um, she's she was a really prolific uh, and wonderful actress and comedian and very funny. And this is not her first episode, obviously. Um, she was previously, I believe, I'm now mixing it up. I think she was RDK's mom. Um, da -da -da, one second. She was previously in season six, uh, episode four, Scavenger. Season six, episode four, Scavenger, which is the RDK episode. Um, she was Ida and her son was uh, Doug, what's his name? Doug Hutchinson, um, who was trying to be, his name was Humphrey and he was trying to be a thing. And she was, and she used to lock him in the closet. I vaguely remember this, yes. Um, I just like literally saw her and had memories of that episode and was like, am I making this up? No. <laughs> um, oh, great, great performance on both episodes. That one was much funnier. Um, this one, she felt like someone you would like. Yeah, I liked her. <laughs> She was like a little crotchety, which I think is always fun when you have an old woman. <laughs> you love you love crotchety old women. I do love a crotchety old woman. Um, I <laughs> okay. So when I was looking up the actors from this episode, um, I especially because I wanted to point out um, 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 our friend Lisa Everly, the character, and I wanted uh, the daughter played by Amanda Quaid. Amanda Quaid. Of the Quades? Wait a second. <laughs> a Quade with a capital Q? <laughs> Which Quades? Are you related to the Quades? She is Randy Quade's daughter. Oh, okay. Part of the Quades. Okay. Wow. Look at that. Um, anyway, and then uh, Johnny, was the son, was played by Kenneth Franklin. Um, anyway, I looked this up and there is an actor who is credited as 20 something guy. And I was like, who the, what the, when and how? I'll tell you who and what, then, when, the how. In the motel room, the one who's been oh. shot is in the bathroom. Don't tell my mom. First of all, sir, they've walked in and you just started describing what happened. No one asked. And then. When they were like, stop talking. You're like, don't tell my mom. Somebody called this guy a bus. Fuck. I just, they were like, open the door. And he goes, he just came in. And here's what happened. <laughs> okay. Let me get my notepad out, bud. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Anyway. Um, it's so funny. Any other, uh, should we move to best lines? I feel like that's where all the good stuff is. Sure. All right, friends, it's time for best lines. I have three. Okay, you can go first. Okay. 
um, I have actually, it's like a conversation. It was wear your vests, and then Finn says against an AK forty-seven, and then <laughs> Craig goes wear them anyway. Wear them anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Um, and then you've got the money, honey. I got time. The best of all time. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Here's the best of all time. There is nothing that a pair of thigh highs, a stretch limo, and an eight ball couldn't fix. God, she's a legend. Life like, lesson. Like, listen, we're not endorsing this behavior, but like, she's a queen, you know? <laughs> I, I have a pair of thigh highs. I'm just missing a stretch limo and eight ball. Okay, well, that's one out of three. I'm going to fix everything. All right, your turn. No lipstick stains on my coffee cup. Must be expecting company. Good one. Um, this was more. I just loved the. Uh, I always watch the captions, like the the thing that subtitle said. But some guy says, "Shouldn't he be at home, Grandma?" And subtitle said, "Hisses," which was like, I guess she kind oh, of. Oh, she hissed. I know. She was. Just... But just hisses like really got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because I absolutely love that moment where she hisses at it. That's one of my favorite moments. It's so funny, but I don't know. The subtitle hisses just really did it for me. <laughs> I've been taking care of myself on the street for 25 years, longer than you've been an altar boy, Miho. A little bit racist, maybe, but... Yes, quite. She's she's silly. She's just being a silly goose. <clears throat> <laughs> We're not endorsing any of her behaviors, okay? When they're talking about therapy, she says, why do people pay for that anyway? Get a dog. (laughs) Okay. I get a quickie divorce and then we get hitched. (laughs) I mean, quickie divorce? Like, I don't know that that's a thing. I think that there's a process for that, but okay. (laughs) We talked about this, but what am I going to write on my resume? Whore is just delivered so funny. Yes. You know what, Poppy, I like my job. Again, some some racist undertones, but she just Absolutely. delivers it. So, so funny. I just, this is the Kragen's deadpan delivery of this one. I just talked to the DA and they said, and I, <laughs> and quote, I quote, are you kidding me? <laughs> I <sighs> love that. And finally, you got a place for me? And she says, yes. Are they going to let me smoke? She's like, you can ask. Ugh. You said in that quote, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Those are the best lines. They're so good. And like for an episode that's not silly and goofy, they really made it to sprinkle some silly and goofy. Yes. Love totally. Um, okay. It's, oh, uh, we have... Oh, we have things to do now. We have all the things. It's time for our segments. But first, I need to check if we got any ratings and reviews because I forgot to do it before. You better have. Uh, let's see. We did not. Friends, please, please go to iTunes. And if you like us, give us five stars. And if you don't like us, give us four stars and tell us what you don't like. So we can get better. Please. How are we going to improve if you don't do that? Um, Also, if you like us, let us know why. So we can keep doing that. Do you like our best lines? Do do you like um, 
our shower thoughts segment because it's time for some shower thoughts. <clears throat> for our friends yeah. who listen in the shower, mm -hmm. hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, I hope you're having a relaxing shower. Um, I hope the water temperature and pressure is exactly how you like it. Um, I hope you have all the things you need, like body soap. wash and shampoo and soap. And if, if you're shaving, I hope you have some shaving cream. Don't cut yourself by accident. Yeah. Taylor? Um, I was going to... Was that pointed? <laughs> add? <laughs> oh, you're just... No, add to this. I was like, okay. I just wanted to read some of her quotes in the shower. In the shower. Oh, that's what's okay. Please. <laughs> you got the money, honey. I got the time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other good ones that'd be good for this. I feel like that was the main two. <laughs> the, the hiss? Yeah, just the hiss and you got the money, honey. I got the time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, here you go. We'll keep it short and sweet. Yes. <laughs> well, those have been the shower thoughts. <laughs> You're welcome. I like this new segment, um, and apparently Alice does too. <laughs> this is probably my favorite segment. Obsessed. Alice, where are you located? Throwing that you in there. What are you talking about? Alice threw a you into the word favorite, which tells me Alice. Oh, okay. I was like, are you asking if she's in the shower currently? Because that's like a weird... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not where are you at this moment? Okay, I see. I'm caught up. Like... <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was inappropriate of me. No, I, I just interpreted it wrong. Okay. Um, New Zealand. Alice, are you in New Zealand right now? Are you in the shower in New Zealand right now? <laughs> Wait a second. What, what time is it? I was going to Google. You tell me. What time is it? You can't just use Alice as your personal Google. I'll Google how it is New Zealand. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, while you do that. It's 9.30 a.m. the oh. next day. Yeah, it's tomorrow. You yeah. listen to us Monday mornings. What Are a you good way work? to start your week. You win. <laughs> Are you at work? Yeah. <laughs> just FaceTime her if you want to ask all these questions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like to know where people are always. Good God. It's going off the rails. Yes. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right. It's time for the weekly poll. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, so last week, I wanted to know who you would want to see again because we talked about a stucky episode. This is actually the least close poll I have ever done. And it's not just because there are very few votes. There were actually a lot of votes. There were 56 votes, okay? Oh, shit. What was okay. the poll? Which which character you want to see again? Because we talked about Stucky last time. So we were right. like, which one? Okay. So no one said other. 0% said other. Commenting below. Or maybe someone said Patricia Charquette, but I'm not sure if they meant because was it I you about this episode. No, but true. <laughs> but I'm not sure, but true. We do want to see Jeannie again. That's a given, but that was not a selection on the poll. Dale Stucky, 1.8% of the vote. People don't want to see Stucky again? 
Well, they just want to see other people warm. Jose Silva, that's the coat guy. I love him. 1.8% of the vote. How dare all of you? In first place with 96.4%. Shock. Dana fucking Lewis. And that's the correct answer. However, I just thought there might be a little bit more. It's like a very obvious win, but I didn't know it was going to be that far apart, I guess. Yeah. But I agree. Bring her back. The people want what they want. (laughs) I don't foresee that happening. Um, let's let's figure out our next poll. <sighs> hmm. We could do favorite prostitutes. I feel like I might We've get banned from Twitter.com I if see. I asked it like that. We could just ask our favorite <laughs> genie line. I thought you were going to point out that I'm pretty sure we've done something similar. We might have, but I do want to not get banned. Um, Ugh. Hmm. All right, those in the chat, where uh, what should we, what should I pull me? I'm thinking favorite genie line, genuinely. Favorite genie? Okay, so then what would the options be? Hisses. Okay. You got the money. Sure. High, what's it, the boots and the eight ball? <laughs> There's nothing that a pair of thigh highs, a stretch limo, and an eight ball couldn't fix. Yep. And then what's Perfect. the last one? We could just do a comment below situation, but... But no one seems to comment below. What am I going to write on my resume? There it is. I mean, they're all such great lines. I think it'd be fun to really. Oh, oh the altar boy one. No, I like to suggest the altar boy one. That one's got some racist undertones, like I said. So I don't know that we want to add that one in. Fair. Um, um, but it's a good line. You're right. It is a good line, but problematic. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Good pull. Good teamwork, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, while you work on that, let me remind everyone, um, it's time for What Did We Learn? Yeah. I'm ready. Go. I learned two things. Wow. Okay. One, and I've said it before, in fact, I keep saying it, there is nothing that a pair of thigh highs a stretch, stretch limo and an eight ball couldn't fix. Um, that was one of the things I learned. Yeah. The other thing was that I didn't know that song i had heard it in this episode mm. whenever i had ever heard it in real life i thought of this episode there are like multiple songs in the world that when i hear them i think of svu episodes um and i did not know that this was james blunt and i did not know the song was i'll take everything um, wait should that be the poll your favorite because we have three we have i'll take everything we have waiting Nora jones we have the one from agent provocateur yeah, we could do that. Which one do you guys want? Would you rather have the lines or the songs? We can hold the songs for next week. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Another episode. Okay, I like that. Just make a note. All right. Um, those are the things that I learned. Taylor, what did you learn? <sighs> what did I learn? You learned that Patricia Arquette hissed. I did learn that she hissed. Um, it's not something I learned, but something that I guess I just want to bring up. Well, it's, I kind of learned that. I guess some priests want you to fast for five days. That's insane. I also feel like, what an invasion of privacy to listen to her confession. Like, I get she's wearing a wire, but that feels so I had the same thought, because legally, confessions can't be used, and so 
they should have turned off the um like anything she says to a priest can't be used so yeah they should have turned off the the wire i agree i thought that was so because the priest can't say like he's elite he yeah legally can't go against the rules and yeah maybe even against the law i'm not sure about the law it there, is but. you can't ask a priest a lawyer or your spouse to you, the police can't ask them to testify okay they have yeah. confidentiality so i just thought that was so not okay i was like turn it off or just stop listening freaking nosy asses yeah all right um doreen in the chat points out that especially amaro should have known that yeah of the people in the room yes um interesting yeah um also they should have been like hey fasting for five days is ridiculous especially if you're listen if you're just like sitting at home still sketchy but she's like actually going out and doing stuff and trying to fast for five days that's so no. it's messed up it's very unhealthy also like she would go through withdrawal anyway yeah um now i'm annoyed about that that's what we learned so we learned uh i just feel right. like she should be able to fast for five days like one here and then she'll do another day over here. Like, that feels reasonable, actually. But uh, fasting feels like a stupid move. Agreed. But I do um, think, whatever, it's a religious thing. I think that if you do it one day at a time, sure. Five in sure. a row. So, like, there are holidays, there are Jewish holidays where you fast. And I think they're, yeah. stu they're stupid. Um. Yeah. Because and in, in Judaism, they're not about penance. It's a whole other thing. And it's stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> fasting is stupid. Um, although I do understand fasting for medical reasons. Sure. Um, Doreen asks, wasn't that priest a repeat offender? Doreen, let's find out right now. Sure. Our priest was played by. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm scrolling. Where are you a repeat offender, sir? Do, 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 do. Ooh, Alexa in the chat says yes. The internet says yes. Three episodes. Our priest has previously been in season 10, episode 17, Hell. This episode and season 15, episode 11, Amaro's 180 is the same character. So our priest returns. Love that. In Amara's 180. Nice catch, Doreen. Yes. Um, really, everybody in the chat is killing it today. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Um, before we wrap things up, as a reminder, we will be off next week. And then we'll be back. I think so. Yes. I'm sorry. This is a, June's a wild month for me, but we'll figure it out. That's okay. We'll be back. And the weekend that we'll be back is Father's Day, the 18th. And we will be doing Wet. Season 12, Episode 5, Wet. Um, not stab the captain with, with a pickle. Um, yes, friends. We will be back. I'm so excited on the Father's Day uh, for Wet. That's such a funny thing to say. Incredible. 
Um, before we wrap up, I want to say some thank yous to everyone in the chat. Lizette and Doreen, Alexa, Alice in New Zealand, apparently. Danny. <laughs> um, let's see if I remember next time. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can remember that Alice is in New Zealand. Uh, thank you to everybody who watches us after the fact. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, I appreciate it. Thanks for people who share our stuff on the internet. We love that. Uh, if you want to buy really stupid SVU merch that we make, there's links uh, in the description below on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Taylor, until the next time when we do wet, what? wet, um, where can everyone find you and the poll? Yeah, you can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabet underscore and you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore happy pride month. Remember no cops at pride. Just Alice Wolcott. That's right. You can get a no cops at pride. Just Alice Wolcott t-shirt or whatever. I don't remember what other things I put in there on our stupid red bubble account. If you wear um, it to pride, I'm begging you to send me a picture. Okay. Yes. Uh, it is it is Pride Month. Why are we not doing any Pride things? Well, because Pride Month should be all year. Um, Your shirt's kind of Pride. Yeah, it is very Pride. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Star Wars Pride shirt. Beautiful. They're lightsabers. Um, but we're not doing a Pride episode because we're queer year-round. <laughs> we're queer year-round. And, like, what a strange thing that would be. <laughs> To like celebrate with an SVU Pride. I don't know. There's something that feels off about that. Specifically because it would be like really offensive. That's the thing. It's like happy Pride. Here's one that focuses on a gay couple getting assaulted. Gay like, bash. No, yeah. I don't know about that. Oh, fuck. But there's if also would... cute Noah merch for Pride. Yes. There is. We do have positive Noah things. Um, I was just going to say, actually, if you if you really want something for Pride, go watch the episode where he comes out and then watch our after show where I say some real terrible shit about a child. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, until next time, I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Uh, you can find me on the Electric Now app talking about Leverage Redemption or The Arc. Um, or potentially another show soon. That's all I can say about that. Uh, is there anything else I need to remind everybody? No? Love you. <laughs> yeah, be be kind to each other. We love you. Um, happy Pride. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>